Uh, hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of uh, GARM podcast. Today we have with us Aaron. Uh, he's from Hollow. So welcome Aaron. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Uh, good having you. So Aaron, tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I'm Aaron. Um, I'm co-founder of Holo, which is the first digital mortgage application um, within the Middle East. Um, we built Holo um, and launched about 12 months ago. It's kind of built out of frustration, really, of having worked within the industry in the UK, um, having then moved out to the UAE nine years ago, uh, and seeing the industry that we work in not really advancing in any way. Um, the banks hadn't embraced kind of technology. Um, our market hadn't embraced it. Other areas were, were developing, but the industry that we worked in day to day hadn't really moved on. So with Holo, what we did was look at what was being done in more established markets, such as the US and, and the UK, and try and bring a bit of that here into the UAE market. Uh, really just to make the process of home buying as simple and transparent as possible. That's good. So um, can you tell the people what you guys do? Yeah, so Holo is an online digital application. Um, so what it allows you to do is go onto the Holo site when you're looking to finance your home, um, put in a few details, um, your profile, what you're looking to do, and some information on the property that you're looking to finance. And the relationship that Holo has is with all of the banks in the UAE. So we have every single home loan product in our database at the back end. And based on your profile, it'll select products that you're eligible for. It'll s select the products that you've requested, what type of loan you're, you're requiring, and then it'll present these to you. So the information is available online instantly. Um, it'll give you a breakdown of all of the fees that are involved in that particular mortgage. It'll give you a breakdown of all of the costs and what you'd expect to have to pay to go and buy that property or to refinance that. And you also get that information emailed through to your inbox as well. So you have a copy of that going forwards. And from them, what happens is you can apply online to your chosen bank. So you can select from all of those products which bank you want to go with select that product, and from there you can upload all of your documentation, so your IDs, your bank statements, salary letter, if you're a business owner, business accounts. That's all done online. Our company then process that loan on your behalf. You're kept up to date by notifications and you can track online, and we're there to kind of hold your hand until completion. The whole idea of that is to make it as simple and transparent as possible. Wow. So, um so basically, I, Mariam, want to get into whole. So I go to, to your website. Yeah. And then I apply for a, let's say, a mortgage. Yes. Uh, will I be able to see all the banks in the UAE and what rates they offer? We don't show you all of the banks in the UAE. We only show you the banks that you're eligible for. So for instance, if you had a salary of 15,000 and the banks that need a 20,000 minimum salary, we wouldn't bother presenting those loans to you because it's, it's not relevant. Right. But what you will do is go through and based on the um, products that you're eligible for, you'll see a full list. That'll give you a breakdown of all the costs and all of the fees. You can sort that either by the cheapest monthly payments. So if you say, right, okay, I want the cheapest mortgage for me on a monthly basis, you can sort those products by that. You can also sort by what the cheapest cost is to take that out. So which bank has the least fees to go and set that up. And then based on that, you can make your own personal decision. So we're not influencing that. You can make a decision from all of the banks that you're eligible for, which product you want to apply for. You click apply, and then you can go through and upload your documents for that particular bank. 
All right. And do you have a criteria on, on how much down payment I should be for the net? It differs on people's situation. So one of the good things that kind of came out of the um, kind of COVID lockdown was the central bank changed their lending policies. So depending on people's profiles, you can now borrow anything up to 85%. So first time buyers who are UAE nationals, you can get up to 85%. For expats, it's currently 80%. And then if you've already got a mortgage in place and this is going to be a second mortgage on a property, that then drops down to either 60 or 65%. The good news is you, what you have now is some of the banks are actually lending slightly more to help with the costs that are involved in making a purchase. So you can potentially lend closer to 90 and, and 85% if you're a first-time buyer. So is there any difference if I want to buy a home to live in or an investment property? Do you have different treatments? No, the rates are not different. Um, so here in the UAE, there's kind of a standard deal that the banks offer. So if you're going to be buying a property as a first-time buyer, the deal will be exactly the same, whether you're going to live in that property yourself or maybe put it out and rent it as an investment. So the deals will be exactly the same. But again, if you already have financing in place, that's where it will make a bit of a difference. Uh, how about the fees? Like you said, the fee structures are already there in, yeah. on the website. So will I be able to classify as per fees as opposed to the rates? Yes, you can. I mean, the, the rates are obviously easy to sort by. So it's the lowest interest rate. You can work out what's going to be the cheapest amount. When it comes to the fees, there are standard fees that you'll typically have to pay if you're taking out a mortgage. Okay, so might as well run through the fees costs. The major two at the moment are the 4% that you have to pay to Dubai Land Department here in Dubai. And then typically, if you're buying through a real estate company, they're going to take a 2% fee. That, that's fairly standard across the board. So that's 6% already of the purchase price. You then need to take into account that there's going to be a valuation on the property, anywhere up to kind of 3,000 plus VAT. Um, there's a mortgage registration cost, 0.25% of the loan amount that you're taking. Um, and then you have to pay for the trustee office fee, which is the land department transfer, another 4,000. That kind of makes up the bulk of the fees involved with buying a property. So when we speak into our clients and they're buying for the first time, we would normally say you'll need your down payment, plus roughly around seven to eight percent to cover all of those fees. Okay. Now what some of the banks will do, as I say, they will contribute towards some of those fees. So they'll lend potentially another 80% um, or 85% of the land department fee. And the same with the real estate, they'll pay 80 or 85% of the real estate fee as well. So you can actually filter through the whole site of what's going to require the least amount of cash for you to um, actually go and set up the loan. So what's the lowest amount that you'll need for all of the fees and the down payment? And you can sort that into descending order as well. Okay. Um, do you have any segregation in terms of nationality? Like UAE nationals, mm. expats, how no, do you deal with that? The banks, typically across the board, um, expats are all in one bracket generally, and then obviously UAE nationals. UAE nationals usually can borrow an additional 5% over expats. Um, we do offer financing as well, which a lot of people aren't aware of, to people who are not resident in the UAE. So we're very busy at the moment with overseas investors who see the UAE as a safe hold within the GCC area. They see Dubai um, as being a good place to put their money currently. 
So with uh, the non-residents, though, typically you're capped at maybe 50 or 60%. But here in the, uh, the UAE, um, as I say, it's just standard across the board for expats with an extra 5% available for lending for UAE nationals. All right. So let's just say I apply and I get into the website and then I'm done and I get the terms and conditions. Yeah. What should I look at in terms of fees, like for example, prepayment penalty? Yeah. Like what should I keep an eye out for? Like hidden surprises and so on. I think obviously what you mentioned there, prepayment penalties is something that not everybody's aware of. Um, so across the board now, there's changes from the central bank a couple of years back, which actually helped um, finance buyers. So the way they have it at the moment, it's either capped at 10,000 dirhams or 1% of the loan amount, whichever is lower of the two, if you want to be settling early. Um, what we tend to see people looking at at the moment is one of, one of two options. Um, whether they want to be taking out a fixed rate loan or whether they want to be taking out a variable rate loan. Um, now, the difference between the two is a fixed rate does what it says on the tin. You can lock in your payments for a certain duration. So typically the banks at the moment are doing fixed rates from anywhere from one to five years. If you're on a five-year fixed rate, for instance, you can budget very easily. You know that for that next five years, your monthly payment on the first of the month, for instance, is going to be exactly the same. That's not going to change. People like that because it's good for budgeting, regardless of what happens with their situation on a personal level, they know what they're going to be paying. Um, alternatively, we get some people who want the lowest possible interest rate on the market, regardless of whether it's fixed or not. And you'll tend to see that variable rates come with a slightly lower interest rate. Um, the thing is with that, it can fluctuate. So if the market goes up and interest rates increase, your payments can go up as well. You can potentially benefit if the interest rates drop lower, but really I think where the market's at at the moment, we're not expecting prices to go any lower than where they are. We're probably not really expecting them to go much higher either. It looks fairly stable at the moment. So what we tend to see people look at is what type of mortgage is in fixed or variable rate. If they need additional help with the fees, these are the three big things that people tend to be looking at at the moment. Um, Factoring that you have to have mandatory life insurance. The cost varies wildly between banks, although it has come down in the last few months. So look into what the insurance costs will be. Um, look into what the exit penalties will be. That should be fairly standardised. But there are good savings to be made at the moment on bank processing fees, which can make up a big chunk. So the banks can uh, charge you anywhere from zero, in some cases the special offers, up to 1% of the loan amount that you're taking out. So we've got people who are going ahead with loans of 5 million with a processing fee of potentially 50,000 dirhams. However, we now have special offers where we can waive that and that's a 50,000 dirham saving before you've even started the loan. So that's what people will generally look into. It's a fairly transparent process as long as you have everything in writing in advance. And, and I always suggest that to, to anybody, whether you're dealing with ourselves at Holo, whether you're dealing with your own bank, whether you're dealing with another broker, make sure you have their offer down in writing so you can refer back to that at a later stage. So if you are promised zero processing fee and suddenly there's a charge, why? We need to go and contest that. And that's why with our system, you'll get everything out in front of you before you decide which bank to, to proceed with. Okay, you mentioned there are two, two types of loans, a fixed and variable. Yeah. As per my knowledge, uh, in the OAE, they mainly deal with variable uh, loans. 
So, are there any banks who are actually dealing with fixed? Uh... Yeah, at the moment we're seeing the banks predominantly offering fixed rates um, because what you'll tend to find is whichever option benefits the bank, they'll generally go with, with kind of that option. So at the moment, because variable rates are very, very low, what that has done is squeeze the bank's margin lower. So the banks, they're a business, they want to make money. Right. So we've seen a shift over the last probably 12 months where historically the banks were all offering variable rates. Now they tend to be offering the fixed rates because they can make a bit more money on those with slightly higher interest rates. But you're right in what you're saying. Normally and, and historically, everybody was going on a variable rate because then if rates went down, they, they'd benefit from that. So I think it's kind of cyclical, uh, depending on what's happening within the industry. Banks will launch new products. We see some banks changing their products every two to three months. So they'll assess what's going on within the environment. They'll see kind of financially what makes more sense for them. And then they'll launch a new product or they'll take an, a new one away. So. And I think a lot of it has to do with nationalities and what people are used to. We tend to see a lot of Western clients who are used to, in Europe for instance, long-term fixed rates, and that's what they've been brought up on. And I think regionally here with Arabic nationalities and people from the Indian subcontinent, they've always worked with variable rate, and that's what the banking does. So you'll tend to see different nationalities have a slight preference over the different setup that's available. Okay. So let's say I'm done with the process yeah. and I am about to sign the mortgage contract. Yes. What do I need to avoid? The property contract or the mortgage? The mortgage. Mortgage contract. The way that we operate, so we would always suggest to people, look, once you've chosen a bank, we'll submit all your documents. So you'll do this with any bank, again, whether you use us or somebody else. Make a decision on which product you're looking to go for. Submit all your documentation. And then the next stage that the bank will get to is giving you a pre-approval. Now, for myself, I'd always recommend, if you're going to be buying a property, make sure that you've got your pre-approval in hand before you go out and find that property. The reason being, you don't want any hidden surprise. If you find your dream home, and you then go for the financing, and for some reason it's not available, and you fall in love with that property, you don't want to lose it. So getting the pre-approval in hand puts you in the best possible position, firstly to negotiate a very good deal on that property, but also to be able to sign off on the purchase contract for that property as soon as you see it, because you know you're good to go. So from our side, what we'd always say is get the pre-approval done, but then always with whoever you're working with, again, check the small print, look over the pre-approval, make sure there's no hidden surprises, um, and then once you get the offer letter, the final offer from the bank, once you've found the property, again, it's sitting with either a broker like ourselves or your banker to go over the small print in that and just make sure the interest rate is what you expected, the charges are exactly what you expected and nothing's changed from that. As long as all of the approvals are in hand, the property valuation has come back and there's no problems with that, you're good to go. You're good to put pen to paper and you can sign the bank contract at that stage. Right. So let's talk about the banks. Yeah. Are they being stringent right now? Surprisingly, they're, they're not being much stricter than 12 months ago. But what they are doing is being a lot more diligent. So they're taking where we used to be able to get approvals from the banks, two to three working days for a good salaried client. That's probably rolling into a week, maybe 10 days. Um, 
they're not declining any more cases that we're seeing. And again, I can only speak for ourselves, but they're taking a lot longer than they used to. So there's more checks, they're digging a bit deeper into people's profiles. Um, I think the banks have got liquidity at the moment. They're in a position where they need to be lending this cash out. So if you've got a good profile, you can provide all the normal documentation that a bank requires to give anybody an approval. They're happy to lend. Just expect it to take a while longer than it would have done 12 or 18 months ago. So does Holo only uh, provide the services in the UAE or do you provide it in GCC or the entire Arab world? Because my audience are basically Arabs, so yeah. they need to know where you guys operate. Yeah, at the moment we're focusing on the UAE. Um, so we're Dubai-based at the moment with expansion plans into Abu Dhabi within the next month. Um, we're going to open a satellite office to manage um, everything down there. We have been in discussions with um, GCC countries about expansion into the wider GCC, so Bahrain being one of them. Um, we're talking with the economic department there. Um, we've had discussions with FinTech Saudi. Um, about expansions obviously into KSA. Uh, and these are big players within the home loan market at the moment. Home loan, uh, home ownership is really high, certainly in, in Saudi Arabia, uh, and that's a market we want to move into. Um, the concept again of mortgage broker in general, never mind a digital broker, is, is a new concept there. So we're actually working with the authorities over there looking into licensing and how that would be structured over in these countries as well. So we can help investors in the UAE from any of these countries if they're looking to buy property in the UAE currently. But hopefully within the next 12 months there will be an expansion into the, the, the wider GCC. So. Um why should I use you guys? Why shouldn't I just shop around myself and go to the banks and say, okay, show me your mortgage rate? Yeah. Going back to what you were saying about comparison websites, the banks and so on, what we tend to find is if you go onto Bank A, you go onto their website, they have a home loan section, you'll go through, you'll have a button that you click and basically a pop-up will say somebody will be in contact within 48 hours. Now. The process historically was somebody would call you back, find out, take a few details from you, find out what you're looking to do. They then go away, you'll get a call 48 hours later. They'll drop you an email or they'll have a call, yeah, we can offer you this, we can offer you this, um, and then you've got that information from that particular bank. So you've waited four days, if they've been efficient, potentially a week. You then go and do that with three other banks. You've then got to compile that information you've got to then our system obviously gives you a calculation this is what's going to be the cheapest these are what the costs are going to be if you don't have that to hand you've got to physically go and set that out yourself you've got to get uh, computations from all of the banks these are what the monthly payments will be again everything that you can access online so what we've tried to do is take what would normally take you a week 10 days to go out and speak to all of these banks wait for the information which Again, it's very difficult to get hold of. We're giving you that instantly. So going back to what we discussed before, you can make a decision where, okay, from all of these products, I want to choose that one, that's the right one for me. If, for instance, you've spoken to four banks, you still have no guarantee that any of those four banks are gonna have the cheapest possible deal. What happens if the next bank has a deal for you? Um, and you've not found that. Another one of the questions we get to ask, why don't I just, deal with my own bank. I've got a relationship manager there. I've dealt with that bank for the last 10 years. Fantastic. So you go and speak to your relationship manager 
Now, he works for the bank. They only have that bank's products. So that bank has four mortgages. That's what you can choose from. Would your relationship manager or your personal banker, would he say, well, actually, our bank doesn't have the best deal. Bank B has a better deal. He's never going to do that because he's employed by the bank to provide their products. So even though people have long-standing relationships, and that's something we've tried to get across here in, in the UAE, people have obviously got those relationships. They've dealt with that bank for years. The family has always dealt with that bank. But they've never necessarily been able to give you the best possible deal in the whole of the market. They'll say, yeah, our deals are the best, but you can never prove that. With the Holo system, you can choose and make your own decision from that. And from them, rather than having to go and meet with the bank, especially these days with the COVID crisis going on, people don't want to meet for bankers. They don't want to have to take photocopies of 10 sets of bank statements to go and sit with these guys and have a coffee. The ability to upload these documents instantly and then sit back. You can do this on your phone at home. You can sit on your sofa, sat here like we are now. Upload the information. That application is then underway. You'll get a phone call from your case manager at Holo who's appointed to basically do all the running around on your behalf. And then the plus point is you get a personal log onto our platform. So from that platform, that's where you can upload documents. You can access other services. So we have APIs where you can go and get insurance quotes for life insurance, property insurance. Again, nobody else is offering this. And there's an online tracking system where 24-7, you'll know instantly where your loan is up to. And then as soon as it moves to the next phase, so let's say you've instructed the valuation on your property, we get the valuation back. We'll then upload that onto your own personal login. That then gets moved to the, the valuation's been received and you receive an email and an SMS to notify you that the valuation's yeah. back in. Again, otherwise you're sat waiting for updates from the bank, you're doing the chasing, you're on the phone, everybody's busy. Do you have time to kind of chase these banks three, four hours a day to see where it's up to? Uh, and that's the process. We're there from the start to the finish. You can do it from the comfort of your own home, making the decision on what product you want to go ahead with, and then sit back and monitor everything from your own phone. So while you were speaking, I got this question that hit me. Okay, um, Holo is great. It provides a transparent service yeah. for me, for others, but how does that affect the banks? Like the bank is going to see that their rate is basically on holo yeah. number five or six. Yeah. The, the bank's views, I think what you'll tend to find here is the banks understand kind of their placing within the market. You're never going to get an individual bank who takes all of the applications. Firstly, it'd be too much for them to manage. They don't kind of have that um, amount of exposure. So the reason the banks like working with us is we're saving them time and money on their sales team. So for instance, if you have a mortgage team of 10 people, you've got to provide each of these 10 people with a salary. You've got to provide each of those 10 people with a visa, um, phone expenses, marketing costs if you're generating leads for them. It doesn't come with a guaranteed return. So you could have 10 people who are not bringing in any business. You need to move people on, hire new people. With ourselves, the way we get paid is a success fee. So we operate as kind of an external sales department on behalf of the banks. Uh, and the reason the banks like it is we do all of the legwork. We find the clients, we quote their products, we gather all the documentation from them, we get the application forms completed and uploaded through our site. So 
when everything gets submitted from Holo to the bank, they have a full complete file. We've checked it over, we've done as much of the underwriting as possible, so we can confidently say, look, that deal should go through. So it goes into the bank, they process it, it goes to their credit team to sign off. So we're doing the majority of the work on their behalf. It's saving them time, money and effort on, on recruiting a, a sales team. Well, Aaron, let me just say this. You're actually doing the digital world in the UAE a favor by bringing Hodo to the UAE. <laughs> Thank a you. A personal experience. I visited some website, like you said, where I had to shop around. Yeah. And then once I got to that point, I, I need to wait for someone to call mm. and, and whatever. That, that's just a very, it, it elongates the, the whole process. Yeah. Whereas I wanted to have that rates show in front of me. Yeah. So I can choose, okay, do I want it or not? Yeah. I wanted the fees structure. And, and this saves a lot of time. So thank you for doing this. No problem. And thank you for uh, coming to Garden Postcast. Thank well, you very much. Really it was great to be to here. You. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. You have a good day. See you too.